Welcome to Weird World. Welcome to Weird Weird World. <laughs> weird. God damn it. Weird World. Weird Weird, weird <laughs> World podcast. Weird, weird World. God damn it. Weird World, which I can't freaking say. So I'm gonna say that that's two words for me, please. Weird World. Weird okay. World. That show. Dad, shut your mouth. How the? How the? Rachel, the forgotten daughter. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Satan. <laughs> he was never. Square. Oh. And speci- I want to be a science teacher. <laughs> Uh, and we'll have to put a picture of Aaron's bangs on our. Oh, on shit. Our- yes. Look, it's Savage. There you have it. Welcome, one and all, to the latest episode of Weird World. Today, we're going to hear the soothing voice of Carrie, who's going to lead us in a discussion of something pretty amazing, I might add. I'm Dean. Aaron. Marissa. Yeah. And I'm Carrie. Yay, Marissa. She's our. <laughs> Hell yeah. Carrie, regale us with one of the most remarkable historical mysteries associated <laughs> with uh, crypt- With the manuscript. Cryptography. Cryptography? And oh, a, really. an ancient manuscript in the history of ancient cryptographic manuscripts. This, that is to say, the Voynich Manuscript. Why am I mangling that? I don't know. I probably am. People have no clue what we're talking about. The now. Voynich Manuscript is pretty famous, actually. Kind of it is. Mm-hmm. And it has recently come up again in the news. I was uh, pumping gas at the 76 station, <laughs> and I heard it on the news, and I got all excited. Do you remember where you were when the Voynich Manuscript <laughs> solution was found? Right. It was like, it was Kennedy yesterday. assassination, 9-11, Voynich Manuscript story. It, it was pretty exciting. Okay. I know where I was when I heard that Billy Mays was dead. He's Billy Mays? <laughs> oh, God. Billy Mays. He's the infomercial guy. Clean. Oh, that, that guy. Jesus. Well, where were you? Yeah. In my room. Okay. <laughs> you could say that about <laughs> almost any event ever. Watch TV. Wow. Jesus. Okay. I remember where I was and what I was doing when I heard that um, Nicole Brown Simpson was murdered. These are weird things that you guys are remembering. I know. <laughs> I was pregnant and I was cleaning fans. Again, you were pregnant for a lot, a <laughs> yeah, long time. That 90s, could cover the 90s pretty much. It was hot because it was summertime. Ah. So hot for the 90s. <laughs> so, so we lived in Southern California. It was warm. Oh, it was you were pregnant. You're not narrowing down much here at all. <laughs> okay. So anyhow. Okay. The Voynich Manuscript, for those who have not heard of it, is... A big book. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's trying to stay away from technical terms here. Yeah. Just. We're going to go back to 1912 when a Polish-American antiques dealer named Wilfred Voynich. We have a title. Hence the name. Came across this remarkable manuscript. You know how lo- like a lot of the, the old manuscripts are um, like they're gilded with gold lettering. Sure. And they're, they have the al- we know about gilded manuscripts. illuminated yeah. text and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. they're just beautiful, gorgeous. They have like little book lights. This That's wasn't like that. <laughs> the Voynich manuscript is not like that. But <laughs> describe, describe, other things, describe other things it's but not it's like. It, you know crayons? They're, they're purple and they're green. Okay, it's not like that either. You know tables? Hey, okay. Television sets? It, uh, but I'm telling you, it still caught his eye because there was something remarkable about it. It was in code. <laughs> Do tell. He couldn't read uh, it. So anyhow, it was... Uh, yeah. It, what? He was illiterate. No. It could have been real. any language you didn't understand. 
Well, except the characters are odd. Clearly not. Chinese yes. Arabic. Cool. Yes. No, it's not Chinese. So anyhow, it's 234 pages. Uh, they're filled with pictures of plants and naked women. Mm-hmm. And, Go on. Woo! And what appeared to be astrological <laughs> diagrams and it, just tons of line after line of indecipherable script. Was it a pre-online dating app? Yeah. Something maybe like that? Like a Tinder? Like, like you just swipe, <laughs> turn the page left, turn the page right? No? I don't think so. Okay. That was it, my first guess. So it's written in an unknown alphabet that nobody has ever seen. So letters that not Arabic, yep. not... We'll post some Arabic on the website. I'm thinking of numbers. Phoenician. Wait. And Facebook and stuff, yeah. But no script that... Nope. Okay. They're, they're, they're kind of loopy, the parts that I've seen. Okay. Uh, how it, there's, uh, It's got roughly 25 to 30 individual characters. So they look like letters. I mean, you know, people can can distinguish uh, these characters. How many Ri- characters? 25 to 30. Oh, okay. And they're written from left to right in a single elegant hand. Oh. So that means, I'm assuming they think the same person wrote the entire thing. Let's go with that, but an elegant person. <clears throat> yes, very elegant. And then um, scattered throughout the whole thing. Was that I- kind of a subtweet that they thought he was gay? You think that maybe, <laughs> maybe. was? I think. I think like, possibly. Who, who says it was a he? Ooh, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Ooh, good one. Girl power. I like that. I like that. It's good. <laughs> Thank you. So anyhow, it's also got tons of illustrations um, of plants, astrological diagrams, doodles of castles and diagrams, wow. and a particularly odd section that shows naked women bathing in pools connected by flowing tubes. Go on. <laughs> Let's focus on that for a while. Um, most people assume that it's written in a substitution cipher. Because that's a simple, you know, like kind of yeah. the most simple kind so of code. So squiggly upside down U means T mm-hmm. kind of a thing. But then where they they used like fake things to substitute for real letters. Yeah, that's what I mean. Or characters, yeah. But they've been studying this thing and they've never been able to figure out hmm. which language it's the cipher, you know should be translated uh, into. Yeah, that's as you recall from our Ricky McCormick episode oh, from yeah, way, classic. way back, super, super far back callback that substitution ciphers are actually really easy to yeah. solve. But if you don't know what language you're trying to solve to, makes exactly. it tougher. Exactly. Um, people, Although, like I, I mean, said... They would, they would have settled on, you know, Latin, German, English. I mean, a, a handful of languages that... I mean, this, this is clearly European, right? Origi- of origin. It seems like it, but okay. who well, knows? But uh, nobody's ever been able to make a, a convincing case for any particular language, but people have suggested Arabic, Aztec, Roma. Wow. That's the language of what used to be called gypsies. But no. Is it really? Oh, now called Romani, right? Yeah. Uh, Latin and Italian. <laughs> no, I think it's called Roma. Latin, Italian, okay. And, you know, it's not in any kind of known variation of a medieval Language, Latin or English or French or any other known language. So the entire thing is in code. And uh, nobody really knows who wrote it or what the purpose of it was. So like I said, Voynich acquired it in 1912. Uh, Um, Naked women bathing bathing together. I think we know the purpose. Mm -hmm. And they had it carbon dated. I forget how how old he thought it was. He thought it was older, I think. Uh, Voynich did? Yeah, I think he thought it... I forget how old he thought it was, but um, it was carbon dated, and it's 
they dated it between 1404 and 1438. Carbon dated because the pages were vellum, which is leather, right? Isn't it? Uh, you know what I don't I think know. vellum is is super, super crazy as thin, thin leather. Thin leather, I believe. Yeah, they also carbon dated the ink. I'm look it up. Oh, the, the ink? I, I guess that both, was from, yeah. that'd be from like what, fruits or something? I mean... I don't seashells. know. Seashells. Purple comes from seashells. Beetles. That's all I know. Beetles? They okay. Do that, yeah. But organic like material. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was I looking at? Vellum. 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 So anyhow, the first supposed owner of the manuscript is believed to be the Holy Roman Emperor Rudolph II, who allegedly purchased it for 600 gold ducats, which would be around $90,000 today, um, sometime around the beginning of the 17th century. He apparently believed it was a work of the 13th century English alchemist Roger Bacon, but it couldn't have been. Who invented Bacon, as we all know? Thank you, Roger. <laughs> he, vellum? Vellum? Yeah. Yes. Animal skin. Okay. He had no luck decoding the manuscript, and it passed on from person to person until it ended up in Rome um, with the Jesuits. Mm. And that's where Voynich found it. He found it in a Jesuit library. In about 1912? 300 years later, yeah. Jeez, so it just sat there for 300 years, no one paid well, much attention Well, it, it. it got handed from person to person. I don't know exactly when it... it 300 years between Holy Roman Emperor Rudolph oh. and Voynich. Okay. Sometime in there it ended But it up. wasn't thought to be remarkable. It's like, what the hell is this? I don't know. Put Probably not, okay. yeah. This old thing. Put it in a drawer. Yep. Pretty and there's naked chicks on it. Let's keep it. Yeah. One person who had it in between Rudolph and Voynich is... An early cryptologist, oh. Jesuit polymath. Means he knows more than one kind of math. <laughs> Arth- I know geometry and simple arithmetic. I am a genius. Okay, he's got a great first name. Arthanasius. That's a freaking awesome name. Oh, yeah. Kircher is his last name. Oh, Arthanasius Kircher. Oh, Art Kircher. Yeah. Yeah, he had a talk <laughs> show. <laughs> he claimed to have decoded um, the Egyptian hieroglyphs. Yeah, he lied. But he didn't. Um, and... Still remained unsolved. He wasn't able to do it. It apparently consumed the lives of its owners because they couldn't decode uh, it. Oh, we should make up a curse and just like make up people died who ever had it. Yeah. That's why it disappeared for 300 yeah. years because everybody died who saw it. Yeah, come on, just go with it. Internet, go with it. <laughs> it um, appears to have seven separate sections and they've given them, you know, nobody really knows for sure, but they've yeah. given them very conventional names, botanical, astronomical, cosmological, Zodiac, biological, pharmaceutical, naked chickical, and my favorite recipes. recipes. <laughs> you want to make a mean cob salad? Yeah, turn right, the putting one in there. Mm, to I, if I remember correctly, I looked at this a little bit, but right, they, they do like here's a section with a bunch of plants. Yes, and then that changes to a section with a bunch of like yep. stars and stuff like mm-hmm. constellations. Okay, yeah, the first section is the plants, mm-hmm. the botanical section, and it's it's almost half. Wow. So of it's mostly the manuscript. Botanical. Yeah. And it, it seems to have like pictures of herbs. Some look like they're real plants, but a lot of them are, they look like they're plants that don't exist. So he's like making up fake plants? Yeah. Don't get me wrong, that'd be awesome. If I was a yeah. kid, I would, I made up islands and things like it's that. Yeah, I know. So, 
No, not at all. <laughs> In no way does it sound like. But you know, it gets down. Yeah, it's kind of Carrie describing nouns that have nothing to do with the book she's going to talk about. It's the same thing that you just uh-uh, did. Uh, no, it's like because like if you're creating a video game or something, you have to create a fake world. Okay, I see. Like what you mean. in Mario, they live in the Mushroom Kingdom. Good recovery. Exactly. So well they, they had Mister Nintendo had to draw. You know, he had to draw mushrooms in fourteen. Or maybe he's just a really bad. Plant drawer. I know it yeah. could have been. I meant for this to be a lily pad. It looks a little bit like yeah. a napkin. I'm sorry about that. I tried. I'm not an artist. Maybe. I think this is also under some contention, but some of the plants seem to resemble sunflowers, which did not exist in Europe in the what? at the time. Where are sunflowers but, from? North but America? then again, some people disagree with that. So they don't, don't say they don't. They're not really portraying sunflowers, yeah. or sunflowers did I, exist. I think that's it. That they're not really sunflowers. Gone. I don't wait, know. Wait, 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 from, from Norte Americano? I don't know. South Americana? Sud? I don't know. They must be, if they weren't in Europe, right? Like it, potatoes. Or maybe they, were, they came much later. I don't know why I'm pronouncing it like that. Some people, well, they just suddenly popped up in the 1890s? Yeah, the seeds fly through the air, Dean. <laughs> Birds eat them and I then poop them that, out. I don't think that's how it happened. I have no idea. I'm not a botanist. No, you're not. <laughs> but you did read I'm a podcaster. Okay. <laughs> After the botanical section is the astronomical section, of course. And there's pictures of the sun, the moon, and the stars. Sun. I'm going to sing Tears for Fears right now. Okay. No. I'm not. Music break. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Music break. Okay. <laughs> And then comes the cosmological section with pictures of circular geometric designs. They are native to North America. Called it. Mm-hmm. The zodiac section. <laughs> Carrie's just powering through. I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she is pissed right now that she got called out on the sunflower. <laughs> she calls this the sunflower incident. Yeah. <laughs> Forever. The zodiac section, which features emblems of the zodiac signs. The biological section. Same, same signs we have now? I don't know. Probably. It's been around for a long time. It must. We did an episode yeah, <laughs> on, on astrology. Okay. We should know that. In fact, I think I led that. Yeah, I think it's been the same for a long time. They must time, be so. the same or else they wouldn't know it was the Zodiac Shit section. yeah, girl. The biological section is your naked chick section. Mm-hmm. Naked humans, mostly women. Biological section is what they call it? Uh-huh. I love Playboy's it. Playboy's original name was Biological Quarterly. Yeah. Didn't didn't fly, so they changed it in 1952. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fact. Carrie's not. Don't say yeah to that. It's not, none of that's true. And, okay. No, I was... Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Playboy was called Biological <laughs> she, Quarterly. She's just like... <laughs> totally acknowledged. <laughs> she's tuned us out this entire podcast. She's been no, I haven't. She's 14 minutes in of, of completely playing in her head right she now. Just <laughs> she sees her lips moving, so she stops talking. Otherwise, yeah, like, uh-huh. but she's not hearing it. Yeah, okay, anyway. <laughs> Let's start the screwing with her and see what she'll say yes to. Mm-hmm. Are you done? No. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, she, she didn't hear it. I said no. And she was like, okay, you're done. <laughs> Fact. Oh, my God. Okay. Mm-hmm. The women. Oh, there we go. I got the first one. <laughs> the classic famous Carrie sigh. The women are in lots of liquid. They're like, they're like standing in little baths or tubes or, and there's lots of them, you know, lined up. Oh, it's supposed to be like, like fairies? Like little, are they, you know, supposed no, to be. No, they just look like naked women. I mean, I haven't seen all of them. I've seen an example Make here and there. In, in test tubes. Yeah, like like in plant matter, like like they're standing inside of a Venus flytrap or something like that, right? I don't know. I haven't seen that. I've seen like like That's they're trippy. like they are standing in 
I don't know, like like plant yeah. material, something like that, which yeah, almost implies they're you know is either magical or they're very teeny tiny, or <laughs> right, like <laughs> they could be like fairy fairies women. or something like that, as opposed <laughs> to adult full yeah. grown. Or human or females. it's just an artistic rendition of True that. somebody's fantasy. Whoa, <laughs> my fantasy is <laughs> naked chicks on plants. Oh yeah, it's very specific. It's a Hobbit fanfic. <laughs> and the pharmaceutical section has illustrations of containers and and then illustrations of herbs. Hmm. Wait, the what section? Pharmaceutical. Oh, okay. Medicinal. Containers. Stuff. Here is what you grind the herbs in to make cyanide. And then the recipe section has Ooh. no illustrations at all. Oh. My question, oh. how Do they know the recipe section? Section, figure maybe they, it's the recipe yeah, section. That's true. How would they know that? Maybe they, maybe it's like it. I you know I, have, I don't remember now. It says just uh, line after line of text. Each really paragraph is like... marked with a star in the margin. Yeah, like okay, that's a an ingredient, and then that's so they assume that means these are ingredients. I don't know why. So you need a googly boogly amount of baga baga. Uh, I mean, those are good made up words, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah. How did really know that's recipes? Yeah. That may be a stretch. I, I have no idea. I think the whole thing guess? is a stretch. No. <laughs> why? Um, somebody in 1639 wrote that the whole thing is medical. Good research, by the way. Somebody. <laughs> well, okay. Somebody. The alchemist. Four score and seven I'll, years ago said some dude I'll with tell a you, hat. The alchemist Barkius. Barkius. Yep. See? Or Barchius, but I think Barkius. Oh my God. Probably. It's like Air Bud before Alchemist. Hit it? Uh huh. No, I don't. No, really. Barkius. Your mother was right to ignore you. Mm-hmm. And that kind of seems to be the consensus, is that it that it is some sort of medical thing. Mm, you know, really? but Yeah. Because of the plants and the naked women. <laughs> I don't remember that chapter in Grey's Anatomy. No. Is there? There isn't that? Did you read your Grey's Anatomy book? No. Oh, you must <laughs> have. I well, then. I don't know if there's a chapter just full of naked women. Early 20th century philosopher William Romaine Newbold. Named after the salad? Lettuce? Yeah. Probably not. Was his brother named Iceberg? (laughs) I don't know. Uh I didn't look up his family tree. But it was his contention that Roger Bacon really had written the whole thing and that when it was decoded, it proved that Bacon had used both telescopes and microscopes to anticipate modern germ theory. Okay, none of that's true. Nope. And the carbon dating makes that impossible. Yeah, what a dick. Yeah, Roger Bacon was what, 1200s? Thir- 13th century, yeah. Okay. So that doesn't work, Mm-mm. William Romaine Newbold. Come on, Romaine. Um, Stick to making salads. What mili- are you good at? Military cryptographer William F. Friedman. Billy Friedman. Uh, he helped break Japan's purple cipher during World War Damn. II. So, you know, he's got the credentials. He's got the street cred. Damn straight he does. He collaborated with his wife and fellow cryptographer Elizabeth for years. Long Liz Friedman. Yep. (laughs) To try to decode the manuscript. They concluded that it was impossible (gasps) and that the Voynich manuscript was an early attempt to construct an artificial or universal language of the a priori type. Okay, here's the thing. Just because it's not discoverable from crypt doesn't mean that it's... um, an attempt. That's a stretch to say it's an attempt at creating a new language. It could just be gibberish. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. Computer scientist Gordon Rugg 
R-U-G-G. Invented rugs. Yep. He thinks the whole thing is a hoax. Yeah. And that the reason nobody can decipher it is because there's nothing really to decode. It's not a code. Because it's fake. Mm, gibberish. Gibberish. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I, I don't, I kind of agree with that. You're just getting ahead of yourself. I don't know you. if There's that means the origin is a hoax or not. I mean, that, that, I mean, hoax oh, I, implies yeah, yeah. intent yeah. and, you know, motive for doing it. So it could have been just fucking around, yeah. doodling, invented this fake ass alphabet and wrote a, wrote a fake book with naked women and frogs. And, <laughs> yep. Uh, it's entirely possible. Plants. Botanist Arthur Tucker thinks it depicts Mexican plants. Well, that's how. That's all I got on Arthur. It's before Tucker. there was a Mexico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. People are kind of silly. That's dumb. A physicist Andreas Skinner thinks it was written by an autistic monk who subconsciously followed a strange mathematical algorithm in his head. Really? Wait, are we all theories right. now? Are we theorizing here? Oh, are, those are just some examples okay. of what people who have I'm studied it over the years have thought. There's dozens of other theories ranging from, you know... Fox News says it's a left-wing conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. maybe... You know, plausible to the extremely wild. Gay frogs. Mm-hmm. Bill O'Reilly knows all yeah. about gay frogs. Is that Bill O'Reilly or was that Sean Alex Hannity? Jones, Alex Jones. Same. Yeah, they're, gay they're frogs all is the Alex same. Jones. Honestly. None of those people are like, you know, medieval experts in anything. Most medieval scholars tend to believe that it, it did discuss medicine in hmm. some way. Um, so that those characters mean something. So they would say it is a cipher of some sort, right? Probably. I mean, if it's discussing, med- discuss- yes. discussing medicine, they have to be words that actually yes. are, yeah. are words and make sense. And they just haven't been able to figure huh. out what it is. And they're basing, I'm assuming they're basing that all on illustrations. Yeah, they must be. Because that's the only hint It looks that exhausted. It looks like it's well done, What blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So these characters next to it must mean something to be talking about those things we yep. see on the same page. Yeah. That makes sense. But for years, medieval experts have just been debunking theory after theory, yeah. Because none of them make any sense on, on you know on language and you know deciphering and stuff like that. So, one of the recent theories is called the Gibbs theory. Gibbs, and I think that was like last year, like 2017. Yeah. Do you know about it? Okay. Yeah. I think so. He was a historic, or was, is, a historical researcher and television writer. Okay, well, um, He argues that it's a series of Latin abbreviations with each character standing for an abbreviated word rather than a really? letter. And he says... Huh. That almost be my, kind of like Eastern languages, right? Like, yeah, like A little Japanese. bit like ideograms, like Japanese yeah. and Chinese. Yeah. Sort of. Huh. Where a character can stand for like dog or mm-hmm. girl or... Whatever. Or mm-hmm. uh, illuminated book, or table, exactly. or television, are those things that... But I don't really know how that makes sense when there's 25 to 30 characters. It doesn't. Mm-mm. There's tons of characters in Maybe those languages. all context. Dog, 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 table. Oh, yeah. what he's trying to say there Honestly. is the lily pad grows <laughs> in wet climates. Mm. Well, he Japanese thinks like it's an nice. instruction manual for the health and well-being of the more well-to-do women in society. <laughs> <laughs> You're all thick. But 50% of it is just plants. And thick bitches. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, what what would medicine be at the time? It plants. would all be plant-based. I know. What was the other stuff? Oh, astrology. Okay. And yeah. then naked yeah. women. 
Yeah. Okay. Plants, the stars, Plants. the ditties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the recipe section at the end. That now now that makes more Hot sense. Roast. It really is a series of recipes for women's health. Uh, what? Oh, Hot like roast. makeup. Or menstrual cramp medicines are And he right? probably and he See. thinks mm-hmm. that the manuscript's orig- original index is missing. Maybe the makers of Midol yeah. were uh, figured out this <laughs> cipher the recipe and is in the cipher and they can't let the recipe get out. I, that theory, yeah, Gary theory. Yeah, possible. So anyhow, he believes there's a missing index, but I think uh, there's no um there's no evidence from looking at the book that there's anything missing. Well, what if it was a because it was a cipher, you want to keep the solution to the cipher separate. So he had that, that the document that carried the solution was a separate document that he kept in two different places, and the that solution also has, has the been index. lost. Sure, I mean, he's not saying the cipher is well, missing. He he's saying the the index is missing. So anyway, his his theories have been pretty much debunked. I mean, he's he, a television writer. I don't, yeah, he's an expert. The abbreviations he's proposing don't. Don't make any sense. They're not grammatically incorrect. Says they're not grammatically incorrect. I mean, I'm sorry. They're not grammatically correct. <laughs> I.e., they don't ain't knowing you. That's what they would say, Mister Gibbs. <laughs> you fucked up. Says Lisa Fagan Davis. Oh, Lisa Fagan Davis. LFD. Executive director of the Medieval Academy of America. Oh, so she, she would know. She just out credential him in one sentence. Yep. Fuck yeah. And. So that, you know, his idea that the missing index is the key to everything, you know, there's no evidence that, there's no reason to think that there are missing pages. I thought, see, I've read that there are missing pages that we only, we, we know for a fact. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. There's no, it says there's, there is evidence that it is missing some pages, but there's really no reason to think. Oh, that they're, the missing that there's pages there's an index, index. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, obviously any theory is just going to be made up. Whoa, Carrie, Carrie. Well, really? Unless unless they figure out some way to translate it. Yeah, unless they solve a cipher and you can find it. Everything's that cipher. gonna be a wild ass guess. Right? She sounds bitter and angry. Mm-hmm. So And I like it. A lot of people think that um, Gibbs came up with a theory to try to sell a show about the manuscript to a cable TV network. Mm-hmm. Well, History <laughs> Channel would buy any bullshit, so how did that not work? It still might be in development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And History even Channel has become the worst per- portrayer of history on the planet I know. Earth. I wrote an, a They're... strongly worded letter to them. <laughs> Did you? I'm Did not you really? making this up. Maybe try an email. They might. It was about their representation of LGBT women. Uh, I'm not making this up. I did it for credit in school. They do everything wrong. They, they do. How many? Half their shows are just complete, not just quack, but like, you know, overtly nonsensical. So fake history, quack history, and that's that's what a horrible disservice to portray that as if it's real. Everybody who says that, oh, you know, it's it's ballsy to go out there and go against the grain and say something that's the opposite of the truth. It's hard to actually be honest about history, and it's easy to have your nonsense views get uh, air play and make some money off them. That's yeah. my rant. Yeah, I'm done. Now. But the thing with the Gibbs theory is, it wasn't really anything new. Oh, the, the only thing new was that what he thought the characters represented. Yeah, oh, okay. Dogs. Yeah. Dog, dog, plant. Table. So the newest, there's an even newer Whoa. supposed solution. I think it was actually done in 2017, but as I said, it was publicized in the media when I was getting gas. And you know the in date? In early 2018. Getting- <laughs> it was this year. 
I don't remember <laughs> exactly when it was, but it became a big media sensation early this year because it had to do with artificial intelligence and computers figuring it out. And it was figured out by a plumber and his partner, a stand-up comic. <laughs> Actually, it was figured out by Canadians. Canadians? So wait, they don't, Canadians don't lie. They do steal maple syrup, as you know from our other podcast, uh, but they don't nobody's lie. Nobody's accusing them of lying. Okay, well, you sounded like, you said everything's just bullshit while guests, and you're, you're pretty much condemning all well, guessers. They, the Canadians put a computer on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they just put it on the piece of paper and said, okay, I think that's uh, how this it, works. It's a natural language processing expert named Greg Kondrak huh. and a graduate student... Named Bradley Hauer. And oh, the contract Hauer theory. <laughs> so they wanted to try to see if they could identify the language that the manuscript was written in using artificial intelligence. Esperanto. They originally believed it was written in Arabic. Were you going to say something? Well, because I, I, I'm going by memory here, but I've seen the pictures of the naked women. Yeah. And they sure look mighty pale and European. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. So then brings up the question of why does why do so many people seem to think it's Arabic? I don't know. Probably because of the, the loopy I mean, if you look at the, uh, yeah. the characters I don't know I that know, much about you take Arabic. The context characters, of the people within them over the loopiness of the characters. If you maybe. are making up fake letters, loopy looks cool. Let's be honest, Arabic letters look way cooler. Than our Venetian yes. letters, no question. I agree, but also, who? How do you know that the color See, of they look blonde? I know, but how do you know that those colors are accurate as to are the original colors? Oh yeah, maybe things fade well, and I, 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 light well, okay. brown. Now but their their hair looks yellow. Their skin is not colored at all, meaning it's yeah very light or white like the page. So I don't know. They, to me, they look European, okay. naked European chicks. With pointy little boobs. These white bitches. <laughs> Are their bellies swollen? Uh, and these two, they're a little bit swollen. Almost like they may be like four months pregnant. <laughs> we'll put some pictures they're on our chunkers. various just media. Thick, they look th- well, thick. And again, it was in here. It's yeah. in now. How is that? That's not a white woman. What now? That's not a white woman. That doesn't look like a white woman to you? No, that uh, Haven't not. you ever heard of Rubenesque women? Look at the women? hair. I mean, they... No, look at her badonk, Dean. Yeah, Erin. Caucasian woman. What are you talking about? That's a little bit racist. That is super racist. Look at the other one's <laughs> badonk. And you they, they, her, her Rubenesque was named after Ruben, who was Dutch. Dutch? Maybe? Something I like don't that. know, but... Okay, so anyway. there. Back in the day, the yeah. white chicks had badonk-a-donk. Yep. Fact. European women were thick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just made your mom say thick. <laughs> I did this just so mom could say thick. <laughs> wow. So That's anyhow, an accomplishment. They originally believed it was written in Arabic, but after they fed it into their AI, which they had trained to recognize 380 languages with 97% accuracy, its mm-hmm. analysis of the letter frequency suggested the text was likely written in Hebrew. Oh. So they figured that they computed how often each letter and each combination of letters appear, and by getting this data, they could create uh, a statistical fingerprint that could be compared to other languages. Hmm, sounds kosher to me. <laughs> <laughs> so every 
language can be fingerprinted that in air quotes dirty for a while based on statistics like letter frequency. Okay, yeah, like E is the by the most oh, yeah. frequent in yeah. English and so on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they trained a number of algorithms to pick out these metrics. So they're finding a lot of CHs. I have no idea. Using the text of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights as their sample. (laughs) Interesting sample. Into those 380 languages. We used an old copy of People magazine and we... uh... (laughs) So, to their amazement, it worked. Shit. Really? Well, they think it did. Okay. But they're Canadians, so you're calling them liars. I apologize, Canada, for Carrie's... Okay. There are people, however, who think that their uh, test results are slightly questionable. Mm. Was that another Canadian who said that? Oh, they're slightly yes. questionable, which is a Canadian uh, way of saying they're f- totally full yeah. of shit. No, this was, you're going to like this, Professor Shlomo Argamon. <laughs> Shlomo Argamon. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, yes. Fabulous name. Shlo- uh, I just call him Shlo. Yeah. A computational linguist at Illinois. Uh, Institute of Technology. She looked at me when she said Illinois, like, they're asshole. <laughs> Illinois. No, because he's, he's American. He's Dick. not Canadian. Okay. Um, I'm just telling you. This is the greatest name ever. Shlomo at Illinois Tech. His email yes. must look so cool. <laughs> it's a Shlomo. <laughs> ITU.edu. So they started poking holes in Kondrak and Howard's assumptions. Oh, it's on. Yep. Just because... It, it means it was more interpretive than, you know, scientific-based, which is, I guess, I'm guessing what they were going for. But the first was that their algorithm was trained on modern-day languages. Of course. But the manuscript is obviously not written in the modern day. Mm-hmm. So if it was writ- originally written in Hebrew, it wouldn't have been the modern Hebrew that they been, programmed into their AI. It would have been 15th century Hebrew. Yes. So one thing, and people forget that... Shakespeare wrote in modern English. People think, oh, that's old English or middle English. Absolutely yeah. not. That's modern English. If you listen to old English, it's a completely foreign you language. Yeah. You won't understand a word. So saying things like methinks, and, I mm-hmm. mean, thou and all that was very, very different. So yeah, I was modern. Our, our so yeah. 15th century Hebrew was very different. Yes. They said the grammar, spelling, and vocabulary would have been very different hmm. in hmm. Uh, 15th century Hebrew. So... And it says, especially for a manuscript like the Voynich that is supposedly scientific as opposed to, like, biblical text. You're saying the Bible's not science? Yeah, I'm saying the Bible's not science. Controversial. The, The second hole that they poked is that their algorithm can produce suggestions for source languages of ciphered text, but it doesn't evaluate the likelihood of these matches. So... So Hebrew got the highest scoring match for the manuscript, um, but they said that it's meaningless because it doesn't necessarily have the highest score. Does that make any sense? No. Mm -hmm. Like another top match was Malay. Oh. Which is a very different language from Hebrew. Yeah. You rarely find a Jewish Malay. Mm. Rarely, <laughs> you just, it's not common. I've been to Malaysia. I never been to Malaysia, and there were very few Jews there. Yeah. And then the third thing is that they claim that as well as it being a substitution cipher, that it's also written in anagrams, uh, so that hmm. the letters in each individual word are scrambled. Oh my God! So then you just go. That becomes numerology. You can make it mean anything exactly. You want. 
Yeah. Is that what that second cr- critique kind of was going to? Because I still don't understand what you meant by the second one. I, I think it just means that it meant it like their AI matched more than one language. Yeah. Okay. And, and, so, and Hebrew it matched a little more, but yes. So if it's ninety seven percent, Malay is eighty seven percent, and that's that's worth. So so why is Hebrew more yeah. likely over Malay? It, it, to find if that if there was purely accurate, it, it should be you know virtually a lot hundred percent of one, or, or close to hundred yes. percent of one, and very very little, almost to the point where it's coincidental yeah. of of any other. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, I guess there are commonalities like English and German, right? If you if you're ciphering to solve for English versus and then tested the same thing to ciphering to solve the German, there probably would be significant overlap. Yeah. But 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 Hebrew and Malay, there should be. None. Yes. Or almost none. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I think like letter combinations and things like that would even be different between English and German, yeah. wouldn't they? Which is probably why so, they went the anagram part of their, exactly. as a part of their solution yes. so they can make it anything they wanted to. Especially since I think I read somewhere the, the Voynich manuscript has no punctuation of any sort whatsoever. Does it have spaces, though, between quote-unquote words? I think so. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I think in the, the because there is a snippet. Yeah, it looks like it does. And I'll post it on the website of their, um, it, I think it might be one of Gibbs' translations, and it looks like there are distinct words. Barry Gibb or Andy Gibb? Uh, I forget the guy's name. Uh, 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 Neither. Uh, stay alive. <laughs> Sorry. It's a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at a page right now on... I believe the best source in the world, Wikipedia. Very, Thank you. And it clearly has spaces. Oh, it must be the recipe part because I see stars to the left and it has, yeah. you know, quote unquote words. I got to stop saying quote unquote. And <laughs> they, but, and there are spaces, but you don't see any commas, any periods, anything like that. They'll have a space and sometimes they'll end a sentence apparently. And cause they start one line down. That's why you know it's the end mm-hmm. of that, at least in the in the recipe part. That's interesting. Okay. So, so what if a character means like punctuation? Oh yeah, yeah. Like what if some Japanese, character means a comma, not an an e? Yeah, that's true. Like in Japanese, if it says caught at the end of a sentence, and that means it's a question. You need to tell somebody about this theory of yours. Uh, well, that's what I was going to say. You would think that somebody no would have. No, already no one's thought of that, that Carrie. No one else Don't cares. take this moment from her. <laughs> okay, this is breaking news. God damn okay, it. this is going to be the Aaron theory. Woo. Um, but also, apparently, the the whole um, anagram thing is not a new um, theory thing either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of people have, if you make have already suggested that. If you make anagrammatic, you've just, you know, you've opened up the possibilities almost endlessly. So that's... Yes. And and so here's the the final thing. They Here's how they translated the opening sentence of the manuscript. Mayamba doctor. Into English. <laughs> she made recommendations to the priest. Man of the house and me and people. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said they had an autistic priest. Why would you start? Involved, why would you start a manuscript with she? You wouldn't. Who? You wouldn't. Who is she? She That's is it. the woman who. It's called the hook, Carrie. I, <laughs> I think yeah. it's a novel. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's true. You got to read the whole thing to find out who she I is. Mean, it is, yeah, with illustrations. A lot of plants are involved in this novel. Yeah, and there's the like, whole first half. And you could tell. It was on HBO because there's a whole part that was just naked ladies. Yep. Yeah, that's totally gratuitous. Didn't need to be there, but exactly, yeah, but. you squeeze it in. But mm-hmm. even to get to that, it's not like the computer spit out that sentence. No. 
They had oh, really? to no. They had to completely fudge the the translation. So the computer is spitting out letters, probably, and they're going with making sense of those letters, sort of subjectively. Well, I think the computer spit out words, but it wasn't oh. coherent. They and that, that was and, and things weren't weren't um, spelled Wait, correctly. So and the best they could get it to. <laughs> that's the best they could do. They're full of shit. Well, so what they did was they took what came from the computer made some corrections, oh, so who some knows? Corrections. And then they fed it into Google Translate. Oh, my Lord. Because, you know... Google had, Translate is not even very good with real language. It's not. And that's how they, they got that. I mean, why wouldn't you go to a Hebrew expert? I don't know. Somebody who knows Hebrew. But, so anyhow... Do you so have that, anybody here who knows Hebrew? No? Uh, Google Translate <laughs> it is. <laughs> so that was also part of the problem with this whole thing. Google so, Translate you know, Canada... And it became such a big deal because of the whole, you know, AI connection. Yeah, because the movie, the super, super depressing movie that was 45 minutes too long. They didn't remember that? Oh, God, that was horrible. No. And the movie, at the obvious time, you don't go for 45 minutes of depression, like underwater, and he's sitting there at the bottom of the ocean. Come on, Stephen. Sorry. That's my second rant. So anyhow, nobody thinks this new... um, Thing is real. Oh, there were so many good headlines, though. The media never overplays something. Mm-hmm. That's what they Image. said. It was like watching Godzilla fight Mothra, the AI against the Voynich manuscript. It's, the spectacle is so fun that we don't care or think too hard about the details. Not sure I followed their analogy. Yeah. <laughs> really? Is that really Godzilla like, versus Mothra? They just really wanted to mention Godzilla and Yeah, Mothra. somebody's a huge Godzilla fan. I don't know. Work it in somehow. Yeah, so anyhow, it hasn't been uh, cracked. Cracked? Nope. The code hasn't been cracked. So what? What is your, what is your best guess? Um. Well, I feel a little bit sorry for the people who have devoted their entire lives to this thing. <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to be solved. To be I, honest. I, solved? Why? I mean, I think I, I. My guess is that it's because it's not solvable. It's, it's gibberish. Yeah. It's just nonsense. Yeah. Is no. I mean, I. I feel like no matter how sophisticated fourteen hundreds ciphers were right the big brains and big computers of today would crack it whatever so unless it's unless it's like a, a language they haven't tried yet which i find hard to believe um so i because I, I, yeah. right, tons of people have tried to crack this thing yeah my, see my issue isn't with that hmm. that it's that it should be crackable if it really is in the cipher i made her use the word crackable <laughs> my issue is that it's clearly not in any any symbols or you know alphabet that anybody knows about? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, yes. I but mean, right. If we that we was, know about the languages that existed at the time yes. this was made. I, I think what they're saying is that this little loopy thing is an A, and this little other thing is this other shape is another letter. That's what they're saying. Is that is so? That it's just made up little he pictures. Made up, to, uh, he, he essentially invented an alphabet. But in a language that existed, and that's yeah. the, his cipher is his invented alphabet. That, if that's true, that should absolutely be solvable easily by today's machines and experts. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, if, if it was really a cipher that meant something and solved to a real language, real yeah. words. So I don't think it is. I think it's complete gibberish. I think it's just he made he made up twenty five or thirty 
of these cool looking characters and he just started going. Yeah. And maybe he even did. You know, I, I've heard that it, it seems to read like a language as well because it does have, you know, he, he does use some symbols more than others, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, he does. He liked making this one little loopy shape more than the other little loopy shape. Yeah. That's, that's not, that's nothing amazing about yeah, that. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember I told you today that, you know how like when you're, you find text on a, like a, like a template or a sample website and they just use fake words. Yeah. Maybe it's just something like that. Maybe somebody was practicing. Yeah. Practice, you know, they were going to be a manuscript writer or whatever they were called at the time. Mm-hmm. And they were, if that's they were true, practicing. dude was committed because he made 240 yeah. pages of that bullshit rather than a couple pages. He just said, so, look how cool, uh, yeah. I, look how good I am at Super copying bored. stuff. He did 240 well, pages of that <laughs> no, with tons then, of pictures. They didn't have the internet. They couldn't go look up like yeah. copy videos. They just had to like, write oh, shit all day. And he practiced drawing pictures of plants. That mm-hmm. you So know. he's basically, so he was, or she was basically just killing time rather yeah. than looking at puppy videos because mm-hmm. he couldn't look at puppy videos. Yeah. Okay. You have to draw, I, like, I, my theory and probably and makes absolutely zero sense. No, it could be. I mean, that could be true. I just feel like it's a probably lot for not that to be true. Because 40 pages. Vellum probably like wasn't super vellum easy to come by, yeah. and ink was expensive. So, so yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are a million holes in that. But so it's so what that you know what the rich is right. So it's a rich mm-hmm. person who's got time on their hands and can afford to go get some vellum and and, and just yeah. it's just like he's a little bit skewed. In the brain there, and, the, he, and he's, just, he's imaginable, Monk. imaginable. <laughs> yeah, maybe some like rich person's weird son. Yes, yes, like yes. Duke's Give him some vellum and let him draw. That keeps him. Yeah. That you know keeps his attention. He doesn't Otherwise, kill anybody. he's bugging yeah. us. Yep. But if anybody wants to go see it, it's at Yale. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. With the Beinecke just Library. Walk right in. There. Sure, it's open to the public, right? I think so. Fuck Umberto it. Eco went to see it. <gasps> One of my favorite When authors. he visited Yale in 2013, it was the first thing he asked to see. Really? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. He's into ciphers and stuff like that. Oh, not the first thing. The only thing he wanted Damn, to see. Damn. Uh, dude, just walk around. Maybe see something else, Umberto. Yeah. Umbi. Mm-hmm. No. He wrote, uh, what's the one that was, he wrote Name of the Rose, but he wrote another one that, uh, Pendulum. Something about Foucault. Foucault. Foucault's Pendulum, yeah. Which had ciphers and crypto. Yeah. Whatchamacallit. Um, Cryptography. Crypt- there we go. There we go. So... Any other thoughts on the Voynich manuscript? Something that has not been solved for hundreds of years. There are websites devoted to it. Like I said, there are people who have devoted their lives to this thing. Yeah, that is kind of sad. If it is gibberish, yeah. which it probably mm-hmm. is. I'm gonna crack it. It's crackable. It's kind of like Carrie the, said the, the, the word. Zodiac code. Maybe, maybe. No, Ted Cruz knows the zodiac. Yeah, <laughs> he is the zodiac <laughs> That's killer. That's probably true. Ask Ted. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Uh, maybe you should ask Ted Cruz about the Voynich manuscript. You know what? You never know. You never know. He is very unpleasant. So, mm-hmm. thank you, Carrie. That was our episode on the Voynich manuscript. Carrie's now going to tell you all about us at Weird World. <laughs> well, Dean was born in 1965. Shut up. You said so, all about uh, us? Where, no, social media. Come on. Oh, girl. okay. Yeah. Um, acting. That was her acting. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Weird World Pod is the Twitter that Dean is in charge of. I got to get on that. I know. Mm-hmm. Weird World Podcast is Instagram, which is mine. Go take a look and follow me. It's great. <laughs> and I, Facebook. Go on Twitter and follow. It's great, too. No. 
No. God just, damn her. We have a little competition going. I have more Instagram followers than you have Twitter Well, followers. Instagram's beating Twitter right now, I think, isn't it? Isn't Twitter losing people um, Instagram's gaining, I, I think? I think so. Still, um, whatever. I think Twitter's got more than God Instagram, but half of them are Russian bots. Wow. Um, yeah, there's that. So they don't really count. Well, for Trump's Twitter followers, they're 98% Russian bots, yeah. and the rest are people who just want to laugh at the stupid <laughs> things he says. People who hate him. Um, uh, what else? Facebook, World War Podcast weirdworldpodcast at gmail.com and then we also have Patreon. Website. We've got to get our website going. God dang it. Weirdworldpodcast.com There we go. Woo! Tune in. Check us out. And um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, why don't you go ahead and rate and review it? Five stars. Sounded angry there. I'm assuming you already subscribed to it. Five and in your review, say who, who you like the best. No, yeah, me. it was me. <laughs> me, me, me. We're very me, selfish me. and competitive. Please make the title, Aaron is the best, five stars. <laughs> and make the description, because Aaron is the best. Thank you. Okay. We're a competitive family. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a nice day. Bye. Bye. Bye.